The wards are removed and Octavia and Craig are steps away from their final destination. What lies beyond the door? Is it too late? And will we ever see Vilber again? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. So, Hello. Episode 106, I do believe. 106! Look at us go. We're almost into the 110s. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of, I guess. I don't know. I uh, more than halfway yeah, to we're, the yeah, 110s. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I guess we don't have another big milestone until like 150. I know. It is kind of sad after we got into Trippy Digi's like you know like 25 i feel like was big and you know 50 and 75 all of those and i mean not that 125 isn't like a big deal but i don't know it's just somehow seems like it's like when you're getting older like, it's like after you turn 21 exactly it's, the, it's not the really any big are ones harder anymore. to get or like when you're leveled up in i guess D or any other video game you're like it's always fun to level up very frequently and then at the end it's gets more difficult yeah, but at least when you level up, it takes a long time to do it, but you still get cool stuff. That's this true. This is just like, cool, there's another one. <laughs> Arbitrary number. All right, great, <laughs> awesome, sweet. So That's true, that is true, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it short today. Gonna dive right in. Dive right in, a week into the new year. Mm-hmm. Still gray and gloomy. Probably. Probably. Prospectively. Most likely. I can't see into the future, but if I had to bet on something, it being gray and gloomy around here, pretty, pretty good bet. bet. Pretty good bet. Pretty good bet. I'm sure your returns would be not very high not because very high, it would be those are so good safe. Odds. Yeah. Um, Watch wa- it be just like 70 degrees and sunny next week. You know, that also wouldn't surprise me. That's also true. You know, it just wouldn't. I'd be point. happy. It'd be nice. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd, I'd just take be very it. glad. Yeah, I would definitely take it, but it's also probably not not going to happen. So I would love to get some fresh air. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if any weather happened. It could be balmy and sunny. It could be snowy. It could be rainy, sleety, haily, cloudy. A tornado could come through. The only thing that might surprise me is like a hurricane. Well, actually, I was going to say the only thing that would surprise me is a tornado because we did get the... We did get the rain kind of remnants on the edges of a hurricane. Yeah, but I mean like a hurricane. Oh, yeah, like yeah, Like yeah. Hurricane Brad coming off of Lake Erie. <laughs> Brad. Brad. Why'd you have to do that, Brad? First ever hurricane to come off a Great Lake. Be pretty crazy. I mean, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, I, so I that's really one of the few things that would... Maybe a, sand, a sandstorm would surprise me. A sandstorm me. would also surprise me. Uh, that's your cue to start singing it. 
Are you going to stop me? You know surprisingly a lot of that. I, I listened to that song extensively when it was big. I was I was going to stop you, but then you just kept going. Just kept and going. I was like, I was more impressed because I was like, I mean, I know like a couple of the notes, like the main stuff. But I mean, it's a lot of just repeated. True, bits. but I wouldn't necessarily like know which repetition to do. Nah, man, that was my jam. Isn't that... Uh, that- Darude. Uh, DJ like from he's from Helsinki right I think so I think we looked this up once yeah we watched the video it was hilarious because it oh, was yeah. like prime 90s music video it really was and then we watched it, was it like and I was like oh I think that is Helsinki frosted tips running oh, yeah. around with a briefcase running from like people in leather jackets it was also very confusing it was very confusing I mean you can't it's hard to make music videos to songs with no lyrics True. At least techno songs with no yeah. lyrics because they're not incredibly emotive. Yeah. They're just like hype. And there's only so many hype things you could do in a music video before it's just kind of stale. So I, mean, I don't know. I feel like if it would been a, a cool video of like, I guess, parkour. Was parkour? When did parkour start? Uh, I mean, maybe. If it just been like a video of people doing cool stunts, that would have been cool. I guess so. Just like a bunch of Cirque du Soleil people doing a, cool stuff. I think that was a bit earlier than... When parkour got really That's big. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Parkour. <sighs> that would be a surprising weather phenomenon in, in Pittsburgh. Anyway, <laughs> Sandstorm by Darude. Kids, go listen to it. Pay your youth tax. Pay go your youth tax. It. Go listen to it. It's great. What were we talking about? Uh, weather. Sandstorm. Sandstorm, weather. Yeah. yeah. This has been Pittsburgh Meteorology Today. Pittsburgh Weather Talk. <laughs> I think that's all that you guys want to hear, yeah. That we can take a conversation about the weather. I mean, you would be surprised. We can. I mean, we can carry on probably longer than people wanted. I think that's okay. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. I think think that's everyone in Pittsburgh about the gloomy weather. We're all like, okay, that's good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Some people like it. That's true. People who say they like it don't actually like it, though. (laughs) Maybe some people do. That's true. If you actually do, no hard feelings. Uh, we'll just get back into it. Yeah, I am ready to step through this portal? Question mark? So, when last we left off, you had had a tete-a-tete with a interesting little critter named Wilbur, a uh, weird coyote-like wolf creature who seemed to be very good at magic, who was tasked with preventing you from entering into the next part of this dungeon which he was referring to as some sort of planar gate. Uh, You parlayed a deal with him, let him have access to some dark secrets that your dragons uh, had access to, to which he said, okay, yeah, that's that's good enough, and uh, disabled the wards and let you through rather than fighting, and then promptly ran away to hide from his employers, who would probably not be happy that he had just reneged on his job. Wouldn't think that they would be. So, he just disappeared. 
you were about to open the doors, but first you decided to sit down and commune with uh, the deities to come up with an answer to a question in a drastically overpowered fourth level spell that uh, you just cast. So you cast Divination and asked Alapsalon a question. What question was that? It was whether they created Crag to be an Asimar and just abandoned him or you know whether they still cared about him basically so you are sitting cross-legged on the floor holding onto crag's gloved hands begloved hands closed eyes cast the spell asked this question and you don't necessarily hear a voice in response but somehow you you get a a phrase in your mind um, uh, a few short sentences that come in response whether they be from Alapsalon himself or some uh, intermediary or something else but you hear in response the following a bee is sustained by the fruit of the flower as the flower is propagated by the movements of the bee if the bee is instead deceived by a flower made of glass should the true flower be blamed for the starvation of the bee as both the flower and the bee are harmed. And then it goes away. Because the text of the spell specifically says the answer can be cryptic. a cryptic saying yeah. or an omen. And you're lucky I didn't just go, you see a raven flying <laughs> yeah. through a moon and a dead snake fall to the ground in three pieces as ants consume its body. <laughs> that was pretty, a pretty good omen for off the cuff. So you hear that in response. Does Craig hear it as well? Can yeah, I we'll tell? say he does. Okay. Craig opens his eyes, stares through his helmet, looks at you and says, that was really unhelpful. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily just like a easy answer, but I mean, they, they never really are with my experience with, you know, communicating with them. So I feel like it was clear-ish. Look, I appreciate what you're trying to do. You're the bee, right? I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm a flower. No, I think you're the bee. Look, again, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but I'm okay with my lot in life right now. I have a mission... We have a goal, and maybe after this is done, I can deal with the philosophy of it all. But right now, let's just do what we came here to do, and I can figure out who I am and all that junk afterwards. Well, I did. I just didn't know what was going to happen, um, you know, out there. Uh, and, and so I wanted to do this for you when I still can, and so, yeah. Not that I'm thinking it's going to, like, change change you. I don't know. Just wanted to do what I could. Okay. Yeah. And she'll kind of, like... Again, appreciate it, but... Stand up awkwardly. Let's, uh... Let's get this done. Okay. It's just stuff to think about. Could have used a more masculine metaphor than flowers and bees, but... Huh. Food for thought, I guess. Yeah, just... Because, I mean, they did answer. I mean, they're... Well, something answered. They're... Oh, I've, I've never doubted their existence. I don't know. I think that. I don't know. Okay. I've doubted their intentions, not their existence. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, 
Okay. Um, well, uh, so, okay. Um, did you have to go through this portal when you got here? The portal is what we're trying to seal. Okay, so we're trying to seal this door, or do we have to go through the portal to This is just a door. Okay. There's a chamber on the other side that is the entrance to the abyss. Okay. I set in motion a series of events that are unlocking that door. That door. Okay. We have to un-unlock that door. Okay, so relock that door. In a sense. Okay. Well. Um. Shall we? But of course. And she will do a percent. <laughs> check out the door. She'll like throw something at it to see if. <laughs> to make sure that Vilbar actually. I mean, we saw the ward go down, yeah, right? You saw the runes go away. Okay. So she will reach out and attempt to open the door. All right. It swings freely. Craig opens the other side, pulls it open. Here goes nothing. Steps through. On the other side of this door, you see a vast chamber that architecturally you're not sure how it fits in here, but things are kind of wonky anyway. It is, as I said, vast. The walls just go out and and surround. It's semi kind of spherical mm-hmm. in a way. The ceiling kind of descends into darkness. You step out and you're on a small landing around this door that leads straight off into a large stone staircase that descends forward until it gets to another smaller platform both down and a ways in front of you. On either side of this staircase and really the rest of the room is devoid of anything. It just ends in a like bottomless pit that just goes into blackness. So my Zamoria type of stairs type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun. On the platform that the stairs descend into, it opens up into a circular platform, upon which is a large stone archway. The archway is filled with a shimmering black, uh, kind of looks like rippling water, but dark and unknowable rather than blue and clear and pristine. You would guess this is the portal into the abyss. However, covering this black glass-like, kind of molten glass flowing portaler, portalular, I don't know, being of like a portal. (laughs) Over this surface is like a spider web of white tendrils that seem to be glowing and giving off some sort of energy that kind of coalesce in the center in a, a, it looks, for lack of a better term, just like a big lock, Mm -hmm. like a big buckle in the center of this thing that seems to be netting off uh, its existence. There's a dark crystalline shard that is jabbed right into the center of that glowing white medallion in the center of this portal that in the spider web of white is cracking and little seams of darkness that 
every now and then, as you look at it, you think it cracks a little bit more like someone walking over thin ice. Cool. The stairway in front of you, while largely intact, bits and pieces of it have broken off and are just kind of floating there in space next to uh, the staircase with small gaps from solid ground to these chunks. It's a large, intimidating chamber. Craig says that's... That's it. That shard thing. That, uh... That was me. So I guess we gotta either pull that out or destroy it or... Or something. Did... Did you put it in, or or is it someone else put it in because you were able to? No, I, you, I I put it in. Okay. Do you know what it's made out of? Um, me. Oh. In a sense. Okay. I'll be honest. I don't understand the the ins and outs of it, but from from what I was told, it's a piece of the the divinity that was in my blood and, and soul and spirit and all that, I don't really understand, that was made manifest in physical form as that, that weird crystalline thing. Okay. I guess the logic is if, if the gods are the one who locked, locked this it. up, the gods are the one who can unlock it. So okay. hopefully the gods are the one who can un unlock, unlock it. it. Okay. Who was it who took this out of you was it the devils or was it somebody else oh no i mean it was it was me i was being told what to do but i i did some ritual focused my energies and weird stuff happens in this place would you be able to remember exactly what you did i'm probably not okay but i think between the two of us, we should be able to at least destroy it. Do you think it would hurt you to destroy it? I mean, it might, but at this point, I've, it's karma, right? I've kind of made my bed, now I have to lie in it. Not wrong. Okay. And so, the this, like, void that's around us, is it, like, open space, mm-hmm. or is it kind of... You mentioned that the stairs are kind of like, if they've broken off, they're kind of like still floating there. So like if we, so it's like a void, but it's mm-hmm. still buoying up the stairs when they've broken? Um, you don't know. Maybe the stairs are magical. Okay. You could jump off and find out. <laughs> I think I could. <laughs> are, are you sure? Sure. I think I'm good. Noctavia has done enough, like... Almost jumping off of high things. Okay. She's going to just do a general perception check to see if anything has gotten through the portal yet. Like if there are any smaller uh, devils that might have been able to squeeze through any of those cracks that, you know, it hasn't been big enough yet to like let an archdevil through type of mm-hmm. thing, but something smaller. Sure. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you 
look over it, and you you can't really tell for sure. There are, in these big white netting surrounding the portal, there are these dark cracks, and it seems to be relatively severe. Like, it, it wouldn't be incredibly long before the whole thing just shatters, uh, but you don't see any large gaping holes. However, as you are studying this, and Craig is kind of moving towards the stairs, preparing to go down... Uh, from the top of the archway, crawling oh, over no. the top of it, you see some sort of figure. It crawls up over the top and then stands up bipedally on top of it. You see a uh, generally humanoid figure, maybe a little bit bigger than a standard human, dressed in what looked to be once white but now tattered robe stained with uh, black and red you're not entirely sure from what pallid skin holding a large flail with uh, skeletal wings popping out of its back glowing red eyes it stands up and shouts across the way at the lot of you and says "Ah, you've come again not entirely surprised Wilbur was absent at his post. Very talented, but fickle. But my employers, my masters, rather, are nothing if not thorough. So if you want to get to this, you're going to have to go through me. I see you brought a friend with you, Craig. Craig's like, don't talk to it. I mean, you can if you want to, but let's just do this. What is it? I don't know. It wasn't here before. What are you? Oh. I'm surprised you don't recognize me, Craig. I've been your friend for quite some time. I think uh, this one has someone like me in her life, don't you? He looks at you. Maybe. (laughs) You know, Craig, it really is disappointing. What you set in motion is going to happen now, whether you want it to or not, but now you won't get to reap any of the benefits that my masters promised you. You could have had it all, my old friend. But unfortunately, it ends here for you now. At that, you hear from even further back in the chamber behind this archway a echoing roar oh no and then a whoosh and over top of this kind of grossly quasi angelic figure leaps a gaunt but impressive looking gray furred lion what glowing green eyes with enormous wings popping out of its back it swoops over this figure down towards you and then you see this this thing on top of the archway blink away and appear on the back of this lion steed and swoop down towards you i'm gonna need you to roll for initiative Are we fighting a deva? Maybe. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) This thing 
swoops down on the back of this giant lion mount with a terrifying roar. Initiative, which I am also rolling. All right, what did you get? <laughs> a ten. All right. Dexterous as always. Okay, so uh, this thing swooshes down. You and Craig are standing there in front of this open door, this shattered staircase standing in front of you before this enormous archway surrounded by empty space. Craig is up first. He looks at you and says, oh, This is what I was afraid of. Look, I'm more of a hit things on the ground type of person. If you can ground that thing, I can have my way. But uh, until then, I'm, I'm not going to be a ton of help in here. Can uh, you not fly? Let's just say that uh, our powers are somewhat different. Okay. If you can get that thing down on the stairs or on these platforms, I can I could do what it is that I do. But until then, I'm I'll, I'll do what I can. But I'm not going to be a ton of help. Will you be able to fight on the stairs? Yeah. Could you ride something that's flying? Um, I su- suppose I might be able to. Okay. All right. Do you know who this is? <sighs> I think this is the uh, the one who took me down this path in the first place. I don't really know its name. We were never friends, so to speak. But yes, I think this is... I guess you could call it a mentor in a twisted sort of sense. Okay. I believe you have have your own friend. This is my own version of that. I'm sorry. Well, it is what it is. I'm not really that indebted to it right now, so let's just get this done so we can both be on our ways. Sounds um, good. Craig is going to... Can't really do much. Uh, so I think he's just going to move down to the end of that first chunk of stairwell before there is a, a reasonable sized gap that will need to be uh, left over to, to get there. You are up next. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So how high above the staircase is the flying lion hovering? Uh, right now it's not hovering. It's just stationary because we're in turn right. zone now. Uh, but the the top of this archway is probably good like 30, 40 feet up. Mm-hmm. So we'll say it's about uh, 30 feet above above where the, the ground where it is right now. Okay. But we're actually, so we would actually be more in line with it since we're at the top of the stairs. You're a bit higher. Yeah. Okay. So you're, we'll say it's maybe like 20 feet above you. All right, Octavia is going to reach out her hand, and she is going to conjure, sorry, eight giant owls. Fine. You put me in a flying combat. You have wings. I know. All right, and all eight of them are going to try to kind of rest this thing to the ground. So they're not necessarily attacking, but they're trying to, like, force it to the ground. So I can do kind of, like, a a more collective check if that would work. All eight are going to try to force the lion to the ground? Yes. 
Okay. Um, what is the strength bonus for an owl? Just a plus one, but they are also large. Okay. Um, so you're having all eight do this. Correct. I'll give you a roll with advantage, and you can have a plus four bonus instead of a plus one. All right. Not good? No, just an 11. Even with advantage. That was a bad roll on mine, so that actually succeeds. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Na- natural one. Oh! As you- is my, <laughs> my right, Is it Orange Crush? Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Okay. Uh, so your owls surround this thing and latch their little talons into it and bring it down and ground it on the edge of the platform that this giant archway is on. Uh, This angelic thing, which seems to be a, a, yeah, probably a a corrupted former celestial, maybe, uh, is brought down and is uh, kind of swatting at these owls as as they bring it uh, and raises its flail to do some stuff. All right, and Octavia will. That, yeah, that'll be all Octavia does, and she'll shout out. I'll I'll do what I can. Start leaping. All right. Uh, okay, it is this thing's turn. So first, this corrupted Deva pulls up a flail, Oof. brings it down at one owl. It's a natural nineteen. <laughs> yep, that's a hit. Uh. It does first nine points of bludgeoning damage. Is it still alive? It is still alive. It also does 19 points of necrotic damage. It's not anymore. Poof. One owl goes away. It makes another swing with the flail at another owl. These parlor tricks will not hold me down. Um, That is a 12 to hit. Just hits. <laughs> Uh, first it deals 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Is it still up? Mm-hmm. Okay. 21 points of necrotic. It is not. Brings it another owl down. Ha ha ha. You see the winged lion underneath mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Bites out at one of these owls as well. <sighs> Natural 19 and roll to a one again. Oh! Uh, so that misses. Can the lion do a crit fail card? Is no. it a, <laughs> an important enough yeah. enemy? And we might just do normal crits uh, because we don't have too many cards left. Oh, or maybe okay. we'll go back to our, uh, what was it called, momentum system, where oh, every okay. time you crit, you get an extra dice until you crit fail, which will be very often for me. <laughs> okay, so that is two owls down. The rest of them are surrounding uh, this angelic figure on this owl. Crag's up next. He is going to attempt to leap over the gaps in these stairs and make his way. So, uh, he's going to roll an athletics check to jump this first gap. Natural 20, of course. (laughs) He's going to make an athletics jump check to jump the next one. Uh, He's got mad athletics, so he makes that one. And then he's going to use his action to dash. And he's going to be able to get right to the edge of the stairs. He just has to make two more checks to jump over two more gaps. 
That is a success, and that is a su- success. So you see, Krag awesome. just it's like move, dancing down these with <laughs> incredible speed and deftness, leaping over these gaps over a bottomless pit as he just books it. Uh, he gets right to the edge of the stairs, now on the precipice of this gateway, uh, and very close to uh, this this corrupted Deva figure. It is your turn now. Okay. You are all the way on the other side on the other platform. Okay, so uh, the this this corrupted Carastus basically um, and, and Octavia like sees this lion and you know Al Absalon is always depicted in a kind of feline form and obviously Carastus always appears as a palace cat or some other you know four-legged uh, a cat type thing and, and so she just Trembles, but also feels infuriated, but then also, I mean, f- feels these conflicted, like almost sympathy for Crack because she had such difficulty with the divinity in, in, in her veins. Um, but she at least had a had a supportive Deva <laughs> to a point, if you could consider him that. Um, Carastus is very supportive. He is. He's just a little enigmatic. <laughs> uh, but all of these, like these owls, are also giant. They're you know like ten feet across. So imagine how big their wings are. Just it's kind of like bedlam down there. And so she casts fire shield around herself. Okay. And what does that do? So she has this shimmer of, of like heat radiating off of her and what it does is I have resistance to cold j- damage that's fine I already had it um, but when a creature within five feet of me hits me with a melee attack the shield erupts with flame and the attacker takes 2d8 fire damage okay and then I am also is that concentration no okay. just checking which is amazing and its duration is 10 minutes, so... It should last the entirety of this fight. <laughs> and... I don't know. Mm-hmm. This could be a long one. I think we're all dead if this is going... How many rounds would that be? 10 minutes? 60 rounds? That'd be 100 rounds. <laughs> 100 rounds. Because like, 10 rounds is a minute. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, so she's going to move to... She's also going to move down the stairs... And she's going to get to the first edge where she would have to make a jump. And you said this is an acrobatics? Uh, no. It is athletics. Athletics. Okay. You know, it's not a terribly difficult athletics, but it is an athletics check. It's a DC 10. I'll just tell you that. It's not a hard jump. I have a but plus But there are consequences zero. for failing. Oh, so... Yeah. 50-50 shot. <laughs> and knowing me and my rolling... She's not going to make the jump, but she's instead, well, she's going to call out, Craig, Craig, do you want to ride an, an owl? Do you want to ride an owl? Uh, I mean, not unless I have to. Okay. And then, I prefer wyverns, but I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> so seeing that Craig doesn't want to ride one of them, she's going to have the remaining five owls attack the... Does the Deva seem to be... So it has wings as well. Yes, but they are skeletal and don't seem to be great for flying. Okay. So all five of these... One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four five, six, sorry. Six owls. They're actually all going to attack the lion. Okay. Wait. Before you do that. Make, uh, make your owls roll wisdom saving throws. 
Okay. 15, 11, uh, 12, natural 20 for 21. Six, natural one, natural two. Uh, so five of the six remaining owls are charmed. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Meaning they're not going to attack. They kind of hover there and they're like, oh, wait, this thing's cool. Okay. The last one is free to attack, though. <laughs> I guess the, the one that got the natural 20. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you see your owls and you you feel like you still have the connection, but five of them are like, we don't we don't want to we don't want to attack this thing. Don't make us do that. They're cool, man. Okay. Does it seem like that came from the, the lion or no. the deva? The deva. It pretty obviously came from the deva. Okay. So the, the only free one is like, dudes, come on. What's mm-hmm. what's wrong with you so guys? Wait, no. I thought we were trying to kill this thing. 19 to hit. That's a hit. Barely. <laughs> oh, great. Eight slashing damage. Okay. And that is my turn. All right. That is your turn. It is their turn. So the charmed, charmed, charmed. A charmed creature can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. The charmer has advantage on any ability check to interact socially with the creature. So is this charm monster? No. Or? It is a bespoke ability of this this particular creature. Uh, So this thing is going to... I'm trying to decide if if that would mean those, those... five aren't grappling it anymore here's what we'll do uh this guy says as a is gonna say let my steed go and he's gonna roll a persuasion check with advantage against uh these owls that is a 22 against uh what what what's your owls make a make a wisdom saving throw the collective group of owls. Natural 20 for 21. For 21? I got a 22. Oh my gosh! A natural 20 won't do it! Nope. Not on saving throws, baby. Only attack rolls. Uh, so the owls are like, yeah, yeah, except for that one. That one is still hanging on. Uh, so I'll say that was this guy's action, making a persuasion check. The mount is going to try to bust free of the grapple. So have your owl roll a strength check with a plus one, no advantage. 16. His pursing slips. Oh, no! So the owl just... Goosh! Breaks free. Or the owl, the the lion, breaks free, rockets into the air. It's going to fly basically straight up uh, 60 feet. Now, would trying to bring your one can make an attack of opportunity but just the one natural 19 natural 19 eight slashing okay against the lion mount okay so sorry night natural 19 for a 20 how much damage eight eight perfect okay so this one gets a good swish off with its talons leaving a big gash on this thing's hind leg as it rockets 60 feet up into the Sky. It is Crag's turn. Who's like, ah, blasted. It was within my reach. Um, Jump on an owl. But they're all stupid now. Except one of them. Oh, I guess, I guess so. Um, actually, as this thing leaves, it seems like once it gets about mm, 30 or so feet away, uh, the rest of the owls kind of shake mm-hmm. themselves off. I was also wondering if it like kind of struggling against them and kind of doing something aggressive might, Well, you know. those ones let go. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, so once this uh, this bean gets about 30 feet away, you can see your owls and feel the connection return to its full strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Craig says, I, fine. And he's going to hop on the one owl that did not get charmed and say, oh, all right, you listen to me now. Make this thing listen to me. Listen to him, Gerald! All right, fly up there. Uh, how far can an owl fly? 60 feet, and it has flyby, so it doesn't incur attacks of opportunity. Okay, so a crag hops onto this, uses half his movement to mount this owl, uh, and this owl is then going to fly 60 feet up. So he gets right next to this, uh, this corrupted deva, looks him over, draws the sword, <laughs> Ignorox the Red. Come on, Craig. Says it's, it's payback time, and he's going to make three swings. Come on, Craig. Craig swings once for a oh, no. 29. Oh, oh, yeah. That'll do. Swings a second time for a 22 to hit, which does hit. Nice. And swings for a third time. For a 16 to hit, which is unfortunately a miss. Uh, this thing brings its flail up just in time to catch the third blow after Crag leaves. Two fiery slashes across its body. It is your turn. Okay. Octavia looks across this chasm and is going to... Gerald and company, you know what to do. And those six remaining um, owls are going to like swoop up. I feel like they're gonna like lift some dust from from the platform on which they had kind of been landed when they grappled the the lion down to the ground, and they're gonna all swoop up and kind of from like underneath the lion try to scratch like at its soft belly. Ouch! Except for, for the one that's beside it, he'll scratch at the lion's. Hindquarters. Twelve to hit. Uh, against the lion? Lion. No. All these will be against the lion. It's a miss. Fourteen. It's a hit. Natural seventeen. Hit. Natural sixteen. Hit. Another fourteen. And a thirteen to hit? That is a miss. Okay, so I think that was four hits. Mm-hmm. Four hits. Um, Thirty-two slashing damage to the lion. Okay. And then for my turn, I am going to use an action and whoomph, and enlighten this entire area and angelic wings like burst out of my back and light up this whole room. Okay. And I'm also, so I'm going to jump into the air and I'm going to fly 30 feet towards uh, the combatants. Okay. I'm also going to turn into a giant scorpion. Okay. So I have a giant, a large giant scorpion hanging in the air with angelic wings. All right. And that is my turn. That is your turn. Okay. Beautiful. This thing is up. It is going to... Uh, so you see this Deva with the skeletal wings point a finger at you... And it sends a a ray of energy towards you for a, dang it, a 16 to hit. Does that hit a giant scorpion? 
Awesome. Low AC. Uh, all right, so you take nine. Oh shoot, this might not be good as a scorpion. Nine points of poison damage. Do you take poison? I make poison attacks, but it doesn't say anything, all unfortunately, right. about being immune to poison. Nine points of poison damage and make a constitution saving throw. 18? Just barely. <laughs> Just barely, but you feel okay. Okay. Um, That is its turn. The lion, uh, make a concentration check. Natural 20. Okay, the lion is going to bite at one of your owls. It's going to bite at the owl that Craig is riding. Good call. Going to hit. All right. It deals to this owl nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Unfortunately, that's it. The owl is still up. I feel like it, it saw the saw the bite coming and, and it was able to like kind of clip him, clip the owl like in the side, but it was able to kind of like juke out of the way before it got a better chomp on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to remain hovering there for the time being. It is Crag's turn. Okay. Crag needs to make a wisdom saving throw though. Ooh. That's a failure. But Crag has one use of Indomitable left. Go, Crag. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. He's got to roll good. This is a high DC, and he doesn't really have a bonus to it, so. Ugh. It was a DC 17. You rolled a natural 18. Oh! Go, Crag. So he shakes off the charm effect that would have taken him over. Says, you've been in my head for too long. Now it's time to be on my sword. And, uh, <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Takes a bevy of swings. First one is a hit. Nice. The first one is a really good hit. Nice. And he's attacking the, the humanoid, right? The humanoid, the, the deva. Second one is a hit. Uh, he deals another good, solid hit. And a third swing is a miss again. Oh, man. Uh, and it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to fly up to... First, I'm actually going to have my owls all attack the lion again. Have your owls all make wisdom saving throws, please. Hmm. This is the same thing they saved against last time. Uh, a natural four. Okay. Natural 19. Mm-hmm. Natural two. Mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. Natural three. 13. All right. So again... The one, we'll just say the one that Craig's riding that survived last time is, uh, seems to keep its head with it, but the rest of them are like, we wouldn't dare harm this, this our friend. Hmm. And they're not, like, immune to it because they had... Nope. Okay. So we got one. Okay, that one's going to attack the, the lion mm-hmm. for 12? Miss. Okay. All of the other ones are going to fly 60 feet away. Okay. From them collectively and they all have flyby so they don't incur attack of opportunity okay hoping that maybe putting some distance because I, I can still command them even though they're charmed and i'm saying just fly away that's not gonna heart hurt the you know harm or hurt the person who's charming them yep they can fly away so they're gonna all just fly you know 60 feet away <laughs> sounds good all right so they all fly away anything what do you do i fly Actually, how far up are you? I was like, I'm like 30 feet away from him. Make a wisdom saving okay. throw, please. 21. Alright, you're okay. Okay, I'm gonna fly up, and using my <laughs> big giant scorpion <laughs> claws, 
peach, peach, peach. I'm like a sky lobster. I am going to attack. I'm also going to attack the lion. Okay. Natural 16. Is that a hit? Yes, that's a hit. Nine bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you are grappled by me. Okay. Does being grappled give me any advantages when I'm attacking you? No. Okay. Can I try to, like, pull you down? Uh, you can move half your speed okay, and take see. it along with you. Yeah, I'm going to juke it, like, five feet down. Okay. Because that's the remainder of... That's all the speed that I have left okay. after getting over there. Mm-hmm. Does that incur from either Crag or that it's Forced owl? movement. So, no? Okay. No. Well, I still have two more attacks. So, I get to swing at it with my other claw. Natural 13. Hit. 10 bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And that's a natural two for my tail. It's a miss. I have like my two claws <laughs> like in this thing like I'm about to eat like a giant sandwich. Mm. And then my claws are so big that it like covers too much surface of this lion and, and, mm-hmm. and my tail curves around and it's like I, I can't I can't see any of the lion. Right. Too many claws in the way. All right. And that will be my turn. That is your turn. All right. That is this thing's turn. Now free of... All of the uh, other, uh, the, the, the five other owls, it is going to, just going to make a swing at you. Okay. Bam. Swings its flail, crashes it into your scorpion carapace. That's a miss. That's a natural one. Second swing at you was a natural 20. Okay. Well. So. First, you're going to take 2d8 fire damage. Okay. Only five. Does it seem like it all goes through? Mm-hmm. Awesome. You, on the other hand, are going to take... You know, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just going to roll it. Uh, so first you're going to take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. No, sorry. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. That's and, a pretty big difference. And then you're <laughs> going to take... I forgot to roll my dice twice. And then you're going to take garbage roll. 21 points of necrotic damage. So only a 10. Mm-hmm. But please make a concentration check. Natural one. Puff. All right. All Poof. those there owls are gone. The owls disappear and Crag plummets 60 feet to the platform below. Can I use your reaction to try to catch him? No. So that is going to be 66 worth of bludgeoning damage that oh, Crag geez. is about to take. That's a better roll. 29. Okay. <laughs> Splatters on the floor. Uh, so you see Crag just fall and crumple down the stairs um, with a sickening thud. That was this thing's two swings. Its lion is then going to... It is grappled. It is grappled. That's true. That's true. It's going to disengage. Mm. No, it's not. Can you disengage a grapple? Oh, right. It's grapple, though. I'm, I'm a dum-dum. It's going to try to oh, break no, the fine. grapple. Okay. So, post strength? Yep. It's rolled a 19. 21. Dang it. <laughs> so, this... Uh, I have, like, both claws on you, and it, like, tries to wriggle out, but... The lion is trying to wriggle free, and it comes back to Crag's turn. He uses half his movement to stand up. Oh, that... Ah, ah, and says, bring it down here if you can. And is going to... Ready a swing if this thing comes within his reach. No. He's going to use his command ally 
Ooh. And oh shoot, that's within thirty feet. Never mind. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna ready an action. Oh, okay. How and we're sixty feet up? You're sixty feet okay. up. Oof. He readies an action to take a swing if you can bring it down to the ground. Your turn. Okay. Um so moving a grappled creature, I can move at half of my speed. Mm-hmm. If I so, if I dash, it goes sixty feet. I can move it thirty feet down. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your fly speed? Thirty feet. Oh, okay. Can I free fall with it and then unfurl my wings at the last moment? <laughs> no. Okay. Because this thing is fighting. Oh, that's yep. true. That's true. Okay. I'm going to dash and bring it down thirty feet, so it's within thirty feet from Crag. Okay. You, this giant flying scorpion, claws wrapped around this giant winged lion, fight. And beat your wings and get down 30 feet. This thing's struggling the entire way. Mm-hmm. I do feel kind of like Octavia just stops trying to fly and just hugs it and mm-hmm. just kind of tries to use her weight as a giant scorpion mm-hmm. to like pull the thing down. I am within 30 feet. Could he use his. Did he ready his command? No, he readied an attack. Okay. Does he have anything ranged? He does, but it's not worth using on this thing. Uh, So it is this Davis turn. Whips its flail. Crashes it against you. 18 to hit. That's a hit. Take 9 points of bludgeoning. 17 points of necrotic. So that would be... 8. And then it swings again for a 12 to hit. Once... Your first hit knocks me out of wild shape. Oh, all right. Scoosh. So you turn back into a regular person. You've got, like, your arms wrapped around this lion that's like... Big what? lion. Um, so the second one is 12 to hit, which I'm going to assume misses. That would be a miss. So it crashes it against your ever-ice breastplate. And that is it. The lion is going to try to break the grapple. Seeing it, this new weaker foe. Oh yeah, I'm not very strong. So give me a strength check. That's a three with a zero bonus. This thing, with a mighty flap of its wings, it breaks free of your little human hands, and uh, yeah, it's free of the grapple. It is going to fly sixty feet away from you. Oh, man, well it still occurs. Right? Yeah, you can take a you can take a free swing. With my staff, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a 16 hit. The lion. The lion, yes. Five bludge. All right. This thing flies 60 feet away uh, towards the door from whence you came. Oh, wait. You hit me twice, correct? I did. Oh, fire shield. You get 2d8 itch each time you hit me. Itch time. Itch time. Almost max. Uh, eight and a seven, so that's 15 fire. For the first time that the uh, the Deva hit me, I guess, like, you know, he hits the scorpion and it erupts. Like, the scorpion kind of turns bright with the fire for a second. And then once it, you know, your eyes reaccustom, mm-hmm. it's, it's Octavia. Um, and then he hits him again, her again, for six fire damage. Okay. All right. It flies 60 feet back towards the door away from you. Wait, towards which door? Actually... It just flies, uh, makes a juke to the hard, to your left, and just flies off over the bottomless crevasse and starts hovering there, turns around to look at the two of you, 
the top of the next round, it would be Craig's turn, but we're going to pick up their next episode. Oh, no! Was that really a whole... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a... I f- feel like we've spent 15 minutes. I know. That was a whole time, though. Oh, my gosh. That was, oh. a, long, that was a lot of time, though. Okay, I have, I have, to, I have to think. Okay. You better think. Think. <laughs> think about what I'm going to do to this day, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Crack myself up here. He's so funny. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. Uh, reviews are a really great way for us to grow our show's audience and to share our game with more folks. And just makes us feel really amazing that you would take the time to um, put out into the world how much you appreciate us. If you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>